Good morning, everyone. How are you doing today? So CNBC has just uh, reported uh, August numbers for uh, real estate uh, for homes. And to hear them tease it, to talk about it like it's a surprise, to talk about it as the biggest gains ever, uh, I hope you're not surprised, right? If you've been following this channel and our daily discussions, the talk of real estate, my interviewing of brokers, hopefully you have heard me say prices are going to go up. If you're watching this channel and you look at your market every day, this biggest surprise ever should should or sent in two years shouldn't have been a surprise the fact that the low end is accelerating more than the high end shouldn't have been a surprise the fact that the sub suburbs and rural are outpacing uh, urban should not have been a surprise the fact that vegas and miami are the, the greatest risk should not be a surprise but at the end of the day I want to get a shout out to Diana Olick, uh, who is a CNBC reporter uh, that I watched all the time. Uh, back in 2007, 8, 9, 10, Diana was constantly kind of reporting bad news, right? The REOs, the foreclosures, Countrywide, IndyMac. It was, it was a bad time. Uh, Diana, you're about to have a good couple of years. I'm guessing... Other than a few reports you might do about New York or San Francisco, you are going to report good news, higher prices. Uh, you're going to see owner-occupants rates go up. You're going to see mortgage rates stay low. Um, so again, Diana, I think, I think you got a couple of good years ahead of you. Uh, I think your reporting and your handling of the information has always been good. Uh, I do think you're going to get the reciprocal or the opposite side of the coin this time because it was tough last time. I remember watching you over and over and over again report bad news and I could see it was wearing on you. Uh, but now it's, it's going to be generally good news. So what was in the report? Housing prices suddenly see their biggest gains in two years. And again, hopefully if you've been watching this channel, you're not surprised. But what does that mean? Well, in July, the year-on-year -year home appreciation was 4.3% healthy. Well, in July, it was five and a half percent. That means a house that you bought for 100K last July would be worth 105,500 today. If you had put down three and a half percent, you put down again on 100K, uh, 3,500. Well, congratulations, you more than doubled your money in a year. That is uh, the beauty of real estate and leverage. Uh, there are three flags that they highlighted in the article. Uh, exceptionally strong demand. Yep, we've been talking about that together. Historically low supply. Yep, we've been talking about that together. Um, and then, of course, record low interest rates. All things we talk about, right? Cost of capital, owner occupants. These are things that I'm telling you. And again, they've been beating me in deals by 20 grand. Prices are going to go up. August is going to be higher. This is this spiral is getting hotter, not lower. So a 5.5 in July, we could easily 6.1, you know, 6.2 in August. The other thing that they called out in the article is the big urban areas are not accelerating. San Francisco is up 0.1. I'm guessing next month it's down. New York down, right? This is 
this is going to start to look like the, the U.S. is tilting, right? Big city, vertical, down, urban and suburbs, uh, suburbs increasing in value. The other thing that is very obvious, and again, I've been telling you is coming, is affordable homes, the stuff that I buy, is increasing the most. Supply of homes listed under 100K is down 32% year on year. Wow, that's a lot. Uh, another thing that was in the article is Core Logic uh, talks about the experts thinking that home price appreciation will moderate uh, in 2021. Uh, maybe. I mean, look at the three things. Do we think the demand will slow down? Maybe a little, maybe at the margins. I'm going to guess it stays pretty strong because I think what we saw was the first wave of urban flight. I'm guessing the second wave is coming, which will be bigger. Historically low supply, especially in affordable homes, that can't change. Yes, we may see some distress in the forbearance and things of that nature, but that's going to be hyper, hyper local. It's not going to be for most of us. And then interest rates. I think there's a good chance interest rates are lower in a year than they are today, not higher. Right? So at the end of the day, it does call out that the markets most at risk are the ones that you and I talk about, Vegas, Miami, New York, San Francisco. But that is such a small knit of the overall U.S. market for real estate. It's going up. Something, Diana, that wasn't in this report that I would uh, ask you to note down September 1st, 2020, is I expect owner-occupant percentage to increase by 1, 2, or 3% in the next 12 months. You and I saw that rate spike in 05, 06, but it was fake. I saw firsthand renters become owners because it was cheaper. The lending standards, Diana, as you know, were terrible. And we paid the price. Lending today, while highly leveraged, right, 3.5% down is not a lot. They are real loans. They are real loans. So at the end of the day, Diana, I think you've got a couple of years of good reporting ahead of you, positive information. You were excited today. I saw it. Uh, so enjoy. Uh, at the end of the day, folks, if you watch my channel, One Rental at a Time, you shouldn't be surprised. I've been telling you what's going on in my business every Sunday for the last couple of years. And I can't win a bid. I am getting outbid on clean properties. Prices are going up. A 199 house that I could buy for 180 went for 220. That's happening over and over and over and over again across the country. Prices are going up. Have a wonderful day. Take care.